I just wanted to free associate for a minute or two about the issues around purchasing a van and inspection in particular. It's something that, that I think a lot of us struggle with when it comes time to, to buy a van, because if you're not very experienced with the vehicle that you're, that you're thinking about purchasing or with vehicles in general, then inspection can really be a stumbling block, you know, knowing whether or not the thing is any good and what to look for. So uh, we've got a couple articles on purchasing vans. One is uh, used camper vans for sale by owner, how to buy with confidence. It's a good article. It gets, people love it. It gets a ton of traffic. And that's how, that's how I know it's good because people share it and it, Google shows it a lot. So I know people like it. Anyway, if you search for uh, on vansage.com for used camper vans, you'll see it. And then the other one is Craigslist buying guide. And in both articles, we talk a bit about inspection. Now, uh, the important thing about, about that is, uh, I think that the number one issue with regard to inspecting the vehicle you're considering buying, whether it's a van or, or a car, heck, bicycle, motorcycle, you know, any, anything kind of expensive and high-end, you want to you wanna make sure that you really get a bead on, on the quality and condition of the thing, obviously. But here's the thing, something I've noticed and something I've actually done myself, okay? I'm guilty of it a long time ago, but I don't do this kind of thing anymore. But I used to get really excited about some car that I just loved, and I've just got to have this. It's going to just be great. It's going to change my life, etc. And, you know, buy it and then find out that there's some major mechanical problem. Well, the, the issue here isn't that the, the vehicle had a mechanical problem. The issue is I got emotional about the purchase. And what I mean by that is that, you know, I need to take responsibility for the fact that I wasn't cautious and I didn't take my time and I wasn't patient. So some of the suggestions we have with regard to picking out the van in the first place is to do a ton of research and read forums and Facebook posts and and send people questions and watch YouTube videos and all that stuff. Talk to friends talk to professional mechanics, uh, people who are experts, and make some decisions about which makes, make and model a vehicle you want in the first place. Now, this is, that's somewhat off topic, but it's a good place to start with regard to inspection because what will happen is as you do your research, you'll get more and more familiar with the van. I mean, even if you haven't seen one before, you know, just starting with that research aspect, you'll start to see the recurring problems, the common problems that come up with the particular vehicle that you're interested in. You know, if you're really excited about a Westie, I'm here to tell you, you're going to find consistent repeating problems with the year, make, and model of Westphalia that that you're interested in or the range of years. And then you'll know what to look for when you go look at it specifically, right? And then another aspect of that, I suggest that you actually go look at several of them, whether you want to buy them or not. In fact, it's probably a good idea to go and look at some vans with no intention of buying them. Okay. So obviously what what that's going to do is it's going to make you more, uh, more comfortable with looking at, at the vans that you're, that you're actually interested in buying. You're going to be more familiar. You're going to find more, more issues or see more very good, very clean vehicles. Uh, You're, going to become more accustomed to seeing when good work has been done and when bad work has been done. Okay, moving on specifically to inspection. 
you know, on some level, our ability uh, as as laymen, as as not professional mechanics, to inspect motor vehicles runs out, right? Like I I can drive a car and and tell you, well, yeah, the transmission feels fine, right? Um, but I can't drive a car and tell you that the transmission is excellent. I can tell you that it shifts excellent, but it may have some problem that where it's just about to go bad. And the people that are transmission specialists and experts are really good at telling if a transmission is, is good or about to go bad. That's the kind of thing, you know, that can really bite you if you're, if you don't get the vehicle inspected by a professional. That gets complicated, obviously, because, you know, you've got somebody, he's got his van, his or her van for sale. It's already, you know, way down at a really great price. Uh, let's, let's just imagine that it's a, it's a mid-2000s, you know, 2006 or seven Sprinter, that range that a lot of the kind of mechanic, mechanical people really love because they're easier to work on and simpler. And, you know, let's imagine that the price is really good and you show up and you're one of three people coming today to look at it. And you say, well, I've got to take it to an, you know, to my mechanic to have him uh, look through it. You know, some sellers will just go, no way. I don't have, I don't have time for that. And so the problem with that is, well, why not? Right? (laughs) Well, because someone else is going to come buy it. Or is it because you're trying to hide something? And there's no way to know to have an answer to that question. So there are a couple ways to, to work around that. One way is to say, I've got $10,000 to spend. I'm only going to look at vehicles that are in the neighborhood of 7000 Why? Well, because that gives me $3,000 to make repairs. Even a transmission can be replaced for $3,000. So that's, a, that's an approach. <laughs> it's risky you might wind up with $5,000 worth of work, right? Um, now, that's all just assuming you don't have a way to have the vehicle inspected until after you buy it, stuff like that. It's a thought, though. And I actually kind of like that approach on some level where I just, no matter how much I'm going to spend on a vehicle, I make sure that I have X number of dollars set aside for work that will need to be done to it because I'm not familiar with the vehicle. And the seller may have been hiding something. So I just consider the price of the vehicle as being two to $4,000 more than I'm going to pay for it if it's, if it's a used van. You know, as simple as that. It's like I'm going to go through it with a fine-tooth comb and fix anything that needs fixing. So another approach is to call ahead and say, I'm going to need to have that vehicle inspected. Is that going to be a problem? And if they say, yeah, that's a problem, move on. Look at other vehicles. Just, just eliminate them, especially if you're not mechanically oriented and you don't have specific mechanical experience with the vans that you're looking at. Okay. So another layers of inspection, right? You've got something as intricate. Probably the biggest issue is, is transmission because it really does take a specialist to know whether or not that thing is going to last. Um, engines are, are in some ways simpler because it's, it's not as complicated to check things like compression. And so many modern vehicles will tell you if there's a major problem uh, simply by throwing um, error codes and red lights. And you can, you can take it and have it tested on a computer and they'll tell you for the most part what's wrong with it. Nonetheless, being sure that the seller is willing to, 
to go ahead and allow you to have it professionally inspected, that's a good way to go. If you're fortunate enough to be in an area where there are a lot of vans for sale and you can, and you can do that kind of thing. So, uh, you know, if you're not, then um, another option is to get a friend who's very mechanical or find a mobile mechanic who's familiar with the vehicle you're, you're having inspected, who will show up at the property or at the, <laughs> at the Starbucks where the, the person is meeting you. It's, for many of us, it's a good idea to not go to anybody's property to look at a, to look at a van it's better to meet in a public place. That's another topic. And I talk about that in these articles uh, about buying vans. Yeah, uh, getting a mobile mechanic to meet you, that's a good way to go. I'm really lucky. I've got, I've got good friends that are, that are really mechanical and have a lot of experience with a lot of vehicles. I also have experience with vehicles. I, I guess where I'll wrap this up, because again, it's a, it's a free association. It's not, not real specific. I ho- hopefully I've been helpful here. <laughs> send me send me questions. I'm I'm more than happy to get more specific. In fact, in fact, I would love that because what, if you send me questions, then I can include those questions on the blog, right? And answer uh, answer the questions for a lot of people, and um, so and then we'll all be better educated. But uh, one thing, the final thing that I'll talk about is getting back to this idea of well, I'm I'm gonna you know plan on spending five thousand for the for a vehicle, but willing to spend as much as ten thousand to fix it up that's fine and and but I would suggest giving some real thought to the value of your time and what it is you're willing to fix so let's say you find the Chevy van you've been dying for and you go to look at it and it's cancerous it's got a bunch of rust well okay you yes you can replace rusted panels in the floor or frame members and things like that uh, by welding, um, cutting, welding, grinding, but it's very time consuming. And again, what's the value of your time? And so it's not just the financial outlay, right? It's the cost of time. Uh, in business, we call it opportunity cost, right? So, so how much effort do I have to put into this in order in, uh, in order to get out the thing that I want? And sometimes a van just isn't worth it. You know, a great example of this, um, the guy's name is Rob. Oh, I've forgotten it. I'll put, I'll put it in, in show notes. It's a wonderful synchro van, a German guy, a professional mountain biker. And he bought his synchro and the plan was to have it on the road in six months. And he got it back to his shop. Fortunately, he had a really great garage shop and, and plenty of time on his hands because Two years later, he finished the van and he's got video and images of, of himself with, you know, every imaginable piece of the van in his hands apart because it was just bad. Everything was bad. It had to be rebuilt from the ground up. It's a new van, but it took him two years to do it. And my guess is if, if he had, you know, had it to do over again, he might choose a, a newer van and and not spend so much time on that. So it's something to think about. Now, on the other hand, maybe you want to go buy a rotten synchro and learn everything about it, every nut, every bolt, make it all perfect from the ground up so you know exactly what you've got. That's another approach. Some people love to work on vehicles for hours on end. Nothing wrong with that. So that's something to think about. But anyway, I'll talk more about inspection and buying uh, soon because it's a major topic, especially right now. A lot of people buying vans. 
And yeah, um, again, shoot me a, an email, podcastadvancedage.com, and we will talk about, well, whatever you want. Thanks for listening. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the show. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Camper Van Podcast. The Vansage newsletter goes out every Sunday evening, and if you're not signed up for that yet, well, you're missing out. Packed full of valuable, fun weekly features, product resources, videos, photography, exclusive content, and other cool van life stuff. It's easy to get signed up, only takes a few seconds, and the link to do so is in show notes right there in your podcatcher app. And while you're at it, I have a quick favor to ask. Please take a few seconds to send that link to friends, family, post it to your social media feeds, etc. It really does make all the difference and will allow me to continue publishing this show. Okay, that's it for now. Take care. Have fun. I'm glad you're here. Enjoy the adventure. But you treat me so unkind. down to the station. It's the fastest mail train I see.